Since 2008, Marvel Studios has brought us over 10 years of cinematic blockbusters, and nothing will ever be the same. Can we, as mere mortals, prevail? Join us to find out. Peter Melnick, graphic designer, comic book enthusiast, and podcast pontificator. And Eddie Wilson, upstate New York radio announcer in the Sullivan Catskills, with an inordinate amount of catching up in his own comic book universe. True believers, the next chapter begins with another episode of The Marvelists. Welcome everyone to The Marvelists. I'm Peter Melnick. I'm Eddie Wilson. And before we get into the usual rigmarole of this quote-unquote emergency episode, it kind of... It's breaking news, but... Red alert? Maybe. Maybe it might be. Golden alert. Depending. On your color preference? Wait, red, gold. That's Iron Man. We're going with gold for this alert. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Before we get into all that good stuff... How can people get a hold of us on them, our social medias? I'm glad you asked. Go on Facebook at facebook.com slash Marvelists. Give us a follow on there and join the 12,000 plus. Plus. Also, go and follow us on the Twitter machine at The Marvelists and at Peter Melnick. Eddie don't want any of your Twitter nonsense. An Academy Award hashtag of Jeremy Bagley. Chicanery. Exactly. Ooh. Also, you can find us on Instagram at The Marvelists. Which, by the way, people just hit 1,000 likes on the, or follows on there. So, big thanks to y'all. Also, follow myself on Instagram at Peter Melnick. And Eddie, what is the Instagram name for you? Eddie9193 at AOL.com. Anyway, <laughs> also, you can drop us a line in our email bag, themarvelists at gmail.com. Questions, comments, strongly worded letters, you name it, we'll read it, yada, yada, yada. Also, you can be able to listen to this show on a variety of streaming platforms, including iTunes, where you can rate, review, subscribe. We appreciate the five stars and the reviews because it helps out with the iTunes algorithm, helps get more people listening to the show, etc., etc. Also, you can be able to listen to this show on the following apps. SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, which is the biggin'. Also... Tune in radio. Did I say tune in radio? I don't know. You just did now. Well, tune in, Podbean, and a bunch of other ones. So you can listen to those wherever. And they have review systems as well. So five star, yada, yada, yada. You like the show? Hey, I'm thumbs upping for a podcast. It's audio. We don't know why. RRS, rate, review, subscribe. Exactly. So now, Eddie. Yeah. Let's get into the topic at hand of this mini emergency breaking news, whatever episode. Topics, maybe. Kind of. It's a double topic. Black Panther just got nominated for a crap ton of awards. awards easy for me to say. At the Oscars this year. Mm-hmm. So. Besides best motion picture. It got, I believe, best sound editing. The big in there. And just big a, and toasty. Just a bunch of different awards. But the big one is best picture. And, but I, but what most likely do we think will it get? I keep trying to remember another category nominated for, and I think I said, yeah, it should get. I don't know if it was a supporting actress, possibly. Or I know it had it could best be, uh, costumes, I believe. There you go. And that where I was, yes. I was like, yeah, that'll win it. That should be hands down. Yeah, needles and threads sewing down. The winner. So, yeah, it ended up getting its awards uh, nominations. Wakanda Costumes Forever. Mm -hmm. 
And, of course, a lot of us are really happy because it's not just the success of the character. Geek culture has finally permeated into the Oscars. It finally made it. really, really something, yeah. And, you know, I did a post about it on my personal Facebook today, and one of the topics was, you know, oh, this is awesome to see. And, of course, there's, you know, negative Nellies saying their things, whatever. But then friend of the show, Jeremy Bagley, comes in, and he's basically saying, we are ruling pop culture now. We are... We are farmers. No, that's that's an insurance company. We are young. Okay, fun. Fun dot lowercase. I love that you always have to point out the dot. I don't know why. That just makes me smile. Look, if you have to respect the hyphen, and I understand, and it's yes. fine. I, I'm all there. Why not? It's fun lowercase dot. That's their name. You don't say it when you probably announce it on the radio, perhaps, which I have not done. But I would love to hear you just go fun dot. Fun dot. See? I did Fun it. dots. Okay. They're delicious, aren't they? I remember the candy growing up, yes. Sorry. I'm partially stalling for time because I'm trying to find the link, and it's not showing up. There we know. Oh, we're getting close. This is live, people. Well, not really live because this is recorded, but we're living the moment of it being At live. At the time, yes. Now, Jeremy Bagley says the following. Wait, you're a comic book slash pop culture fan, and you're not happy about Black Panther being nominated for seven Oscars? Cool. Turn in your True Believer card and go <laughs> like something else that isn't created by outcasts and designed for those who don't fit in. We made it. We don't need your negativity. A comic book movie being nominated for Best Picture is a win for all of us who got beat up for having an X-Men lunchbox. For those of us who didn't fit in and read these stories to find a place to be us. For those of us who might not be here if Stan and Jack and Steve and Joe and so many others didn't build this universe for us to escape to. Didn't like Black Panther? Cool. Not your taste? Not being happy with that one of our movies is finally being honored? Maybe your issues lie elsewhere. And then it led to me blocking somebody on the Facebook page because I like to do these things on my personal page called Thanos Parties. Usually I just block the person I disagree with and we're done. But... <laughs> Although one person did get blocked and he actually managed to get out of the block stone. I was really proud of him for that. Jason Jagori managed to get three accounts out of the block stone. Yikes. Yeah, wow. he's talented. But it bothers me that, you know, there are a lot of people being negative. Oh, it's they're doing it for pandering. They're doing this. They're doing that. The movie got nominated because, one, it's a good story. Two, it got nominated for the pop culture effect it had. Think about it. It The movie really affected pop culture where people were doing the Wakanda Forever hand salutes. Yeah. We're seeing that. We're seeing the reaction where just so much big stuff happened because of this movie. Yeah. And whether or not it's a quote-unquote average origin story doesn't matter. In my opinion, the movie did a fantastic job as an origin story because it really wasn't traditional in that sense. You hear his origin, and it's one, two, three, and it's done. I just wonder, though, if whoever did criticize the fact that it got nominated for Best Picture and think it shouldn't have, um, if they didn't like the movie as big as it became or as far-reaching as it has extended, or they like one of the other nominees better. 
I've seen is I don't know if it's specified. Anywhere. I wouldn't say that because I don't see these people being like, "Golly gee whiz, wasn't a Star Is Born fantastic?" Or, "Man, I really love Roma." No. Well, well, you know, a Star Is Born did get some good reviews. Good lord, and, did and it good. So, yeah. If we're being honest, yes, this is a Marvel podcast. But even I'm the one saying A Star is Born is going to get a sweep at the Oscars. That movie is going to knock it out of the park. Then there you go. Sam Elliott um, is like, he earned every right of getting that Best Supporting Actor nomination. When right. I was watching him on screen, I'm just like, yeah, that voice line, yeah, you're getting it now. They've already, I think, re-released that, and um, or they talked about going to re-release Black Panther, I believe. I wouldn't doubt it, because yeah. when you know Oscar movies are announced... They re-released them back in theaters. Get Out was re-released when it got nominated for Best Picture. And I got to see it on the big screen one more time. I didn't see it at all. I was, was not good. interested in the in the in the trailer, in the in the commercial. It's it's a good movie. It's I, I highly recommend it, but couldn't it's not wrap my head around it, I guess. I don't know. It's not as scary as people say it is, but I understand where elements that, are. Well well that yeah. was what came through for me in the trailer. That it was scary or not that, that it was scary. no, that it was scary. Eh. It's more of a psychological kind of movie, like very That's Hitchcock. That's kind of scary. Hitchcockian, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, well, mm-hmm. Pardon my language. But the... Someone should. The issue that, you know, some people have with Black Panther is that whole, oh, it's pandering, it's this, it's that. No. No, 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 no. But there are also the people going on saying, well, why didn't Infinity War get nominated? That was the better movie. Yes, why did the movie that you needed to see 18 other movies preceding it <laughs> not get the nomination? Golly gee whiz. I don't know why John Q. Award uh, member. Public? Or, there we, I don't know. He's, he's public too, maybe. Somewhere. Somewhere. But that movie, no. And again, I'm going to go back to my review from when we did the movie. Eight out of ten. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's not the greatest movie. I liked it. And I did enjoy, you know, we've both had this discussion. Yep. It's fine, but it's not, is it best picture? No, no. Although I am in the camp of, Logan should have got best picture back in 2018, but here we are. Mm, mm, mm. Now, also, just going back over to that issue of why didn't it do that, you could also bring up the argument of, well, the Lord of the Rings movies got Best Picture nominations, and you needed to see other movies before that. Yeah, true. I get that. Yeah. But, oh, gee whiz, that one movie, you had to see two movies before it? Or, hey, that Infinity War movie. Oh, yeah, you got to see 18 movies before that. I think there's a big difference. Yeah. Just I mean, I think, I, I think yes, Black Panther was a bit blown up to be, uh, you know, more than a 10 out of 10 rating by, by a lot of people. And those that really liked it expressed themselves in whatever way, shape, or form. That's great. And unfortunately, the rest of us who wanted to see it and did see it, perhaps, uh, you know, it didn't come up quite as high as I was going to say. It was a you know perfect. It was way up there. I think, I it was very good. Yeah. I'm not going to say it was exceptional. There were some really, really good qualities about it that put it up there. And yeah, just going to go with with that part of it. Just like you said with uh, the other ones. Well, you, you mentioned Logan. I don't know that that would have been um, nomin- nominatable, if that is a word. They were pushing for it but big time. Some of the subject matter disturbed me, so I didn't think it was quite that mm, that way. Whether it be the violence or the illness, the mental illness that Professor Xavier was going through, uh, 
Yeah, but the thing I didn't say it was a bad thing, but I don't know that was it was Oscar worthy. I think it was because you also developed this relationship, and I, I'm being a bit of a hypocrite by saying, "Well, Infinity War can't get it because you have to watch 18 movies." Yeah. Well, in order to appreciate Logan, you kind of have to be used to the character over time and seeing all those yes. other movies. So it's not it's not as much as 18 movies, but it's still quite a bit. But a lot of variables. Still, it's. Just, you know, Huge Jacked Man's performance was one of the best. Okay, yeah, I think you got, if you did see all the other movies that he was in, Logan character, Wolverine-wise, yeah. you did see a change, a, a maturation, not only physically, um, but in his whole attitude and demeanor. So, yeah, there was a progression, of for sure, that really cemented him as being the character to play this role. Yeah, absolutely. And drifting away from the topic of Black Panther, we're going to go over to another Marvel movie that got a bunch of, well, got a nomination, I believe. It was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which got nominated for Best Animated Uh, Feature. Okay. Yeah, I can see that one. Now, I'm going to make a comment. Pretty much. And this is my belief. People can believe whatever they want to believe. It's awesome Black Panther got nominated. But... Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was the better movie, and that should have gotten the Best Picture nomination. Just saying. Should have been in the Best Feature, going toe-to-toe with movies that aren't really, in my opinion, Best Picture worthy, like Bohemian Rhapsody, but I digress. Should have been yeah, in that's, there. Now, see, now that's crossing, I think, two, or breaking through two potential barriers. One, the fact that it was a, a Marvel comic-related movie, getting that nomination. So that's one major accomplishment or major hill mountain climb. But now Ain't you're no talking about... Ain't no mountain high enough, Eddie. Stop. Whichever version you like. Diana Ross, Supremes, Michael McDonald. I don't know. Anywho. Oh, I love Michael McDonald. I keep forgetting. What a fool believes. Yeah, same thing. Anyway. Real love. Doobie Brothers, 1980 or 79. The fact that it's an animated movie, if it, you, you're talking about that going into the main frame of motion pictures in general, that would be breaking the second, um, the wall. Pink Floyd would be the Stop other that. the other area to, to break through. I think it's in its animated category. I think it will dominate that arena. Oh, yeah. And but I just feel be, the, be the first one that, uh, that does that in that way, surpassing... Black Panther, like in that way, it should have been up there though because it was one of the most enjoyable movies. Great script, great voice acting. But the reason that best animated feature exists as a as a option is so you never see an anime. So you never see. Or sorry, easy for me to say again, an animated movie. Eddie's just breaking the table now. My turn. But. You'll never see an animated movie go again for Best Picture because they don't want it to be. Because, wait a minute, that's just a cartoon for kids. This is a serious adult movie. (laughs) So it's that logic of we have to keep it away from that area because we can't have that best this. When there are plenty of animated movies out there that are masterpieces and are better than some live-action movies. Lion King. Yeah, absolutely. Lion King. Anything Disney touched in the 1990s especially. Mm. So... To do that is a bit of a disservice, but we all knew that Spider-Verse was going to get nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. 
We did? Yeah. It One, it was a... Look at the reviews the movie got. Two, it's going... like It's one of those movies where, again, it's a given that it's going to happen. And... Like all the major studios also have to be represented at in that category. So you have Fox, you have Sony, you have Tito Jackson. You have you have them all, Eddie. And <laughs> not Tito Puente. Not Tito Puente. Okay. No, but <laughs> not any other the Jackson family. But yeah, you know you have that, and I was ecstatic to know though that it got nominated. Well, I never equated that. You know, great reviews do not make an Oscar nomination. Worthy. Yeah, there are movies that had really great reviews this year and got snubbed. Upgrade, Sorry to Bother You, those didn't get nominated. But, again, I'm sorry, but why is Bohemian Rhapsody up there? I get why it's up there. Okay. It shouldn't be. You answered your own question. But it shouldn't be. It's... You know, I I can't call to mind anything similar... To Bohemian Rhapsody, that was up there for the nominee. You know, Vice maybe when when, when Madonna did um, Evita. Right, was that nominated? I'm I'm not sure. Offhand. I'm not sure either. But I think, and not having seen it, she did a really great job portraying that character. Rami Malek, if that's how to pronounce his name, good enough. Apologies if I got it wrong, but he did do a fantastic job in the role. Yeah. I realize this is pretty much now turning into Eddie and Peter discuss the Oscars, but I don't know. I just I didn't care for that decision of you know including Bohemian Rhapsody when. Well, you know, I think it's a matter of, and I haven't seen all the other nominees. I couldn't even spit them out to you right now. But that it depends just be a on what else. Idea it would just be spitting, Eddie. Uh, it, it makes it uh, doesn't un- even sound like sanitary microphones. There aren't many vowels in there, Eddie. Exactly. I don't know. It depends on what else is up in the field to be nominating it for. If it was yeah. not other really good ones, then Bohemian Rhapsody gets a, gets a pass. It slides in there, and it does it does well. It, it gets, it's, it's, it's as good as its competitors. It slides into the DMs of nominations. And, but my problem is... Well, not problem, but I'll ask you. Problems? Do you believe that if they did not increase the number of nominations... Four categories, like Best Picture. Do you think movies like Black Panther would have been included? Again, it's all depending on what it's up against. Because they went from five to eight, and now it's eight so, nominations. Uh, well, then because that could be, we don't know, in a ranking order, cause what made it in as the first five and what were the three additionals. Yeah, because I, I believe movies like Vice, Bohemian Rhapsody, and those are the two that really strike me. Because Black Panther was a solid movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm also wondering, they were originally testing the idea of doing a people's choice kind of award. Like, the blockbuster movies go head to head. Like, let's say... Well, they do a people's choice award, though, don't you they? You know what I mean, Eddie. Okay, well... But, yeah, it was going to be like, you know, the big budget movies. And then they snubbed it and said, nah, we're not going to do that. Now, this looks like they're like it's a hybrid of it. Like, part critics' movies and part popular movies, you know? Okay. All right. Well, things are changing now. Yeah. In I more ways mind, than one. But I, for me, though, like I was saying before, I think my choice, whatever's going to win, is either going to be A Star is Born or Black Klansman because those were solid movies. Okay. And I just don't see... I I like to be proven wrong. 
I'd love to be proven wrong that to see Black Panther win. I think that would be cool. Mm-hmm. But we do know Marvel will win with Spider-Verse. It has to because... In one way, at least, yeah. Incredibles was an okay movie. Mm-hmm. Okay at best. Ralph Breaks the Internet. I liked that. It was fun, but whatever. And then we have my favorite pretentious director with Wes Anderson with Isle of Dogs. And that's a that's a story for another podcast. Oof. No pun intended, yes. Oh, yes, it but was. <laughs> I Baha, just, Baha men. My biggest takeaway from all of this, though, is the fact that Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko, their creations are up there getting nominated for major awards, the major award in Hollywood. That's impressive. That's beyond impressive. I wish Stan was still alive to see that and, you know, hear about that announcement. I think they were quite tickled pink when they became big screen movies. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That, I would think, mostly by and large, was the pinnacle of what a comic book character could aspire to become. And now that you're seeing more characters coming out, I mean, I, I'm, I saw a, a, the trailer couple of times at least and the review the reaction to the upcoming spider-man far from home mysterio yeah this also will partially double as our mini discussion of home uh that far from home trailer holy crap yeah very but, yeah and, and kevin smith who went ape bazooka about mysterio that was his apparently favorite Villain character. Yeah, you believe that? Bazooka Joe, you got company. Stop that. Uh, You know. (laughs) Ape Poopy? That's it. Ape Poop Emoji? That's all right. API. But yeah. So I I loved that trailer, by the way. I've I've had... A most excellent trailer, yes. Okay, Bill and Ted. (laughs) Yes. Are are we going to form Wild Stallions now? Uh, Wild Horses. Rolling Stones. Okay, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Could drag me away. No. <laughs> and he's down for the count with a music reference. Sure am. Wilson for the win. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Woo! <laughs> okay, Ric Flair. Exactly anyway, right. Stop. Anyway, the the trailer, you know, got me having want to be sedated by the Ramones stuck in my head for about a week, and it's never it hasn't left my Spotify playlist. That's right. Here comes another Ramones tune. Yeah. Yes, and indeed. Blitzkrieg Bop is not alone. Yeah, that was in the first one, Homecoming. Yes. I'm intrigued to see what kind of music they're going to use in this movie, though. Are they going to still Rock, continue? rock, 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 rock and roll high school. There you go. Hey, Roger Corman's going to have to come in then. Why? He directed the movie. <gasps> <laughs> that dramatic gasp. But yeah, so. I just meant the song, not the movie. But Rock and Roll High School was the movie where that came from. Okay. I got it from my Ramones Mania CD myself. And they were in the movie. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I knew that. I think this episode has fallen off the rail. But. What rail? <laughs> the one to the Oscars, Eddie. That's the one. Oh, yes. So now before we go. Sesame Street. That's the way to go. Oscar the Grouch. Because we're recording this episode as a quote unquote, like I said, emergency episode. Not really emergency, but it's whatever. It's going to need Im- immediate medical attention after we're done, I think, though. It's very possible. Oscar Madison. Mm. Oscar Meyer. Anyway, stop. Anyway. So. He has a first name. Before we go, how can people get a hold of us on social media? You asked. You tell. Let's just rewind to the first few minutes of the episode, people. So you heard it. Whoa. We sounded so much younger back then, didn't we, Eddie? Yeah. 
Like about 20-something minutes younger. This podcast ages you. Man, it does. <laughs> when you saw me, I was but a boy. <laughs> anyway, for Peter Melnick, I'm Peter Melnick. Yes, he is. I'm Eddie Wilson, Excelsior.